Welcome to the Props Public Safety Podcast, where experienced firefighters discuss drone operations in public safety. Take flight, save lives, save service members. Hello, pilots, and welcome to another episode of Props Public Safety Podcast. I'm John Weakey. And I'm Mike Wall. Today's topic is the DJI ban that's going on the right DJI now. DJI ban. Yes, the DOD official Hot topic. listing of Hot topic. DJI. We need a bell. Hi. We need cowbell. We need, we need more cowbell. We need a bell. We need a bell in here to ring on Hot Topics. I got a fun bell. Stay tuned. That's the next one. Next yeah, yeah. One. So, so yeah, the DJI ban. Hot topic right now. Yes, right? very hot topic. Um, no. How does this... Why is it a hot topic? <laughs> <laughs> because only like 98% of operators operate with that kind of equipment. Yeah. yeah. So it is an so, extremely hot topic. Um, so the DJI... So DOD banned uh, DJI from... Well, the, not only... Blacklist. Black... They blacklisted. Not even banned. Yeah. Blacklisted means, I, I don't know if you play cards or anything, but if you're blacklisted from a casino, you can't go yep. into any other casino. <laughs> like yeah. It's, yeah. There's like a little book of people like they don't want in these places. Yep. And DJI had made its way into that book. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I that, think I'm on in a book somewhere. I bet you are. <laughs> So, so about thir- 13, right? 13? I believe it's 13, yes. 13, Blacklisted. 13 different companies. About 50 or 60 firms or something, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big total. So it's, it's a big deal. And a lot of that had to, had to re- revolves around the fact that they're banning due to um, data leak, potential data leaks. Right? Correct. Which so, is understandable on a DOD scale. Um, as far as public safety, really not... Not really much of a concern, but I could see the potential. We fly sensitive I, I, and critical infrastructure it, it, sometimes. It's, it's diffi- this is this is a difficult topic. I mean, is a trickle down effect that's happening, and it, it happens all the time. Absolutely. And so we we are getting that trickle down from from the DoD issue. But as far as sensitive data, ninety percent of the ninety nine percent of the data that we collect, and you can get it on Google Earth. You can go on a Street View and get it. Yeah, most you know? of the time, yeah. Uh, the only time that that, issue, that that issue presents itself is when we're doing like, well, very sensitive things like we're doing body recovery or things like that that we don't want anything to get out. Um, and that's now that's that's fire. Obviously, police and yeah, they law have enforcement a little, they have a little bit more to they have know, they they between they warrants do. and stuff like that. But that trickle down effect is potentially catastrophic. For, Absolutely for public safety. So I know there are no shortage of public safety entities that are utilizing DJI equipment. Um, So what does this mean for those entities? So it means basically that you are not going to be able to buy additional DJI equipment with grant money, right? With with grant money, yes. Well, let's let's talk about that. So what happens if you have a grant in place right now? You don't have a grant in place. Not no more. (laughs) So everything that you did- All of that hard work. Yes, hours of research and writing and typing and just paying somebody potentially to do it if it is yeah. right into the circular right receptacle bin. To, we need a lot of we need props. We need props. Well, we have props. We do have props. We actually need we need tangible props. Props. We need now. We need a garbage can <laughs> and, a, and and crumpled up paper. Okay, well that <laughs> I could come across. I don't know about a cowbell, but. 
crumbled up paper, I have a lot of that. But yeah, all, all, all of that paperwork, all of that hard work and everything that you put into trying to get your program off the ground or to in increase the what you have in your program is, 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 gone. is gone. But now that, not really that big of a deal until you really understand the magnitude of it. Uh, it doesn't sound that big, but the average grant takes anywhere from six months to two years before it's even kind of approved or fulfilled, we'll say. Mm -hmm. So that means the the entity that gets done first is still six months away. Yeah. And that's on a good day. Yeah. Now you're gonna have an influx of all this paperwork coming through because everything was scrapped right off the bat. Now they're gonna be backed up. So I could see this this process taking longer than six months, obviously, I'm but I see longer than two years. I see almost doubling in time frame. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it will shelf a, a, a program that's trying to get off the ground. Well, with, trying to get off the ground, buying equipment and everything else, unless yeah, it'll they- push them, it'll, put, it'll push them back. It'll push them back an extra six months. It might actually behoove them to, you know, start rewriting, it, you know, everything. It definitely like, would. Like a week ago. <laughs> I mean, we can do we can do a whole podcast on just the issues with, with grants in general. Oh, absolutely. You know, that, you know, grants are written where generation, the first generation of the product is now the third generation of the product. And that grant is no longer valid based on how it's written. Absolutely. And, and just, and that just goes to show you the time frame that goes in, goes into um, that grant being written to actually allowing for purchase. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of problems with the grant. So if you do have a grant, um, it's invalid. If you were writing a grant and it's under review, well, it's invalid and you have to go back to square one. Um, so it has the potential to completely fold a program that is trying to procure equipment that they need replacements on. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to buy the replacement equipment per se. But now what happens if you have money that's grant funding that you allocated for repairs or maintenance on this yep. equipment? I believe if you already have received the grant money, I don't believe that they're taking it back and you are still able to get it repaired. But what happens to now when you go to re-up your, you know, care refresh package a year from now, you're not going to be, you might not be able to do that. Yeah. Um, that could be, you know, a huge issue. There are ways around it. Well, it I, don't, I don't believe sensors and payloads are on that, on that band. I believe it's only, only the systems. So I believe like okay. you could buy an M300, and you could buy the payloads with grant funding, but the the M three hundred has we'll to be to done through from, from, through other means. Through other means, through other you means. Know, whether it's a boot on we the corner yeah. or yeah. you know, we actually discuss a lot of uh, rubbing um, elbows with some billionaires or something. Yeah. You know, like it's just not going to happen with we good old Uncle we Sam. We discuss some of that in the, in the props course as well. So. Yes, absolutely. And as always, props. You know, public safety. We're going to try to stay <clears throat> ahead of this curve. See what you know companies and you know manufacturers the market really goes to as a whole we have no shortage of you know different equipment that's on the market mm -hmm. um many of them great and fantastic pieces of equipment and some of them just absolutely suck <laughs> i mean yeah. i have demoed some yeah. some pieces of equipment that i can't even believe that these companies are in business yeah. um i'm not going to mention some of them because i don't want to hurt their reputation but uh, not good. No, not good at all. So now if let's say we wanted to get a specific piece of equipment and we write it up now, they do allow special use cases mm -hmm. for certain applications, certain entities. I don't know if any of those have been approved at all. 
um, since the whole thing started. I think that they just kind of know them all together. Yeah. You know, they put it in there saying, I, yeah, you would be able to do this. But then again, that was when they were banned. Blacklisted, I think, it completely is different. completely different. Yeah. I don't think there's a special use case for it. Maybe in the agricultural sector. Um, there might be something because there's only a handful of manufacturers that could actually work it, but blacklisted is blacklisted. Um, I don't think that that's going to work I, at all. I, I, I don't think they know the ramifications either of, of what they put into play either. No, I think that and, it's, it's a, a snowball. And right now we're, we're at the top of the mountain and I don't think that it's began to really roll yet. And I think when it does, it's... DOD has no shortage of handing out funds to, to, for purchasing or anything else. So no. as far as they're concerned, it's not an issue for them. They'll, they'll find another way. Oh, absolutely. They always do. But when you go, when that, that trickle down, like we talked about, kind of goes to public safety, well, we're, we're, we have some constraints that we have to, we have to follow. And that's where it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the it, lower end of, it will. of everybody. It will. And I now, mean, I mean, even and we're talking about the grants and the issues with grants and all, and all of this stuff, but, you got to look at it even further. Now, now your department or agency has to refocus what their primary tool is to another tool, right? And, and now training. what happens with that? Now your training, exactly. Focuses. Absolutely. Your, so all your training can literally go out the window. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. especially if you're, you know, operating a piece of equipment and you've been operating mm -hmm. for years and years and years and you really haven't been kept up on the market. You kind of isolated yourself only dealing with this one piece of equipment because that's what you work with every day. Then if somebody comes over and hands you, you know, a brand new, you know, like H520 RTK or something mm -hmm. from Unique, you're going to be like, uh, what does this thing do? <laughs> like, so you've how, lost, how do I use it? Like, so you've lost your purchasing, your previous purchasing pool. Yeah. Right. You now have to start hunting for new equipment. Right. Which means you multiple have pieces of equipment because a lot of these equipments are not designed like with the buyer in mind. And DJI mm -hmm. was a home run at that. Like they knew what they what people wanted. Oh, we want a zoom and we want thermal. OK, yeah, we'll put it in one sensor. Ah, But, you know, it'd be cool if we could see where that thing is over there from here. All right. Yeah. Well, later the laser range finder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. They, they're very innovative yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. And I have a feeling like um, that the market's not there because they were just on top for so long that yeah. they, uh, the American companies well, or DOD approved companies are going to have a hard time catching up. And I mean, we have some innovators well, in the they, United States that really do a bang up job. But I, I think that the, we'll take, you know, FPV style. Yeah. So we have break, which makes it a fantastic piece of equipment, but it's for one type of operation. Whereas, you know, well, you, well, you, you don't get everything in one package anymore. You don't. And when you look at, at DJI, um, you, you had, you had that solid foundation built into DJI. So, so DJI as a company had the ability to, well, freelance almost, right? To kind of go into different avenues to see what worked because they already had their core. They had everything, they had everything laid out. And these smaller companies, and a lot of them are by far not small. No. But they, they, they have to focus on the specifics right now and they can't branch out into the what ifs or can I, or, or can I? Yeah. The, the, and, they just don't have, but now yeah. you're going to see like the competition's really going to heat up in the American market on who's going to yeah. assert their dominance. I mean, you have some key players, you know, Sky DLB and one parrot. 
I, I consume Parrot's definitely going to have their hand in the ring with the... Absolutely. Right. I don't want to say the failure of the USA. Uh, I mean, it is a good piece of equipment, but it just, it never made the market that they thought it would make. No. Um, and that's because, you know, they, they put that out and DJI crushed it when they were like, all right, here's the Mavic 2 Advanced. And everybody was like, yeah, we don't want... Yeah. You know, for us that this works, you know, and the familiar, you know, familiar larity and water bottle to the yeah, list of yeah, things yeah, that we need. drink props <laughs> props but um because people were so used to using that equipment and that software more importantly they didn't want to learn another software from like the parrot usa or the sky do uh, no, I know. and i mean sky do is pretty intuitive you just turn it on and tell it what to do and, and you don't want <laughs> but you just, <laughs> like, and you brought up a good point you don't want to learn other things now uh, a department or agency now has to refocus their training budget as well not only their purchase, what they're going to purchase, they have to refocus how they train their pilots because now they have to retrain their pilots on a completely on a large system. scale, on a completely different system, on on a large a, scale, a full scale, yeah. And what do you think? All these training companies, I mean, be honest, props isn't the only training platform around. They're going to be backed up, yeah. Like it's going to be yeah. like, all right, well, we need to train, you know. 10 pilots, but now you're going to have 80 different departments trying to train 10 pilots mm -hmm. on a piece of equipment that's subpar to what they were used to using. Um, and realistically, I'm just going to say it, they make, DJI makes the most reliable UAS. And it's hands down. And you could ask anybody, anybody in the market, and they're going to tell you that when it comes to reliability, they cannot be matched. Well, it, 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 uh, reliability on a mass scale. Like this is not something that's produced in grandma's basement. This is something that is mass produced. Don't get me wrong. It has its, it, there are issues with it. Like, oh, any, like any other um, device that you operate with. But, D, uh, but DJI does have a way of um, putting out that update to fix the problem relatively quickly. Yeah. Or changing the whole thing. Or changing the whole thing. The whole thing. thing. Yeah. When the problem came out with uh, the 210, the V1, the V2, it was re released shortly after. Mm -hmm. And the V1, everybody was like, well, what, what is that? It, yeah, it's obsolete. It's gone. <laughs> because they replaced the entire problem yep. by just launching a new product. Even, say, hey, even, when, you, even <laughs> when you look at, so you look at the 210 and the issues with that to the, the, the V2. Then you look at the 300 and, and the issues with that. Like, I didn't, I didn't like that, that ratchet on. That's been replaced and recalled. I know. So now you now you see a replacement on that, and then you see the M30 come out, which is like pretty much the other version of the M300, and now they go with that pin that pin system. Correct. You know, so they are constantly evolving, and I really thought that they were listening to what the public and private sector needs. and the market needed. Yeah. But you look at, and I mean, the M30 is it's beautiful. Yeah. Like it really is beautiful. Yeah. But they took the same technology from the M300. And shrunk it down mm -hmm. and put it in this. Well, we talked about issues that we don't like with it, and that's completely different. No, but but just imagine like the engineering that's involved to take oh, this system and shrink it and put it in this. And you're not going to find that in the American market because especially with no. the scramble going no, on, trying won't. to fill orders and everything else. They're going to focus on building the equipment to complete their orders rather than innovating the equipment because the mm -hmm. orders like are, are flowing. You know what I mean? And now you're going to run into that issue where now you've now you've bottlenecked all of that purchasing into a specific group of of, of companies. And again, there a lot of them are good companies, but now you have that whole demographic pooling their resources to try and purchase. And how long is it going to take for them to to actually yeah. get their equipment? 
Absolutely. You know? and, and, and this doesn't go just, you know, public safety. I mean, this is a public safety podcast. So, but this goes for commercial applications. All across the board. And uh, when we say, like, if you own, you know, a construction company, yeah, you could go buy DJI product because yeah. you're not using grant money. You're not doing this. And like, so you could still use it. But if you're on a DOD project or you're for uh, working for a township or you got a contract within some of these places, they might require you to Absolutely. utilize that specific piece of, uh, you know, stuff that fits that band, that blacklist. And then now that means for me to get this contract with this township, yeah. I would have to go out and purchase another piece of equipment. And I'm not even on the public safety or DOD sector or anything else. Yeah. It's just being compliant with what the township requires. And how's this also going to trickle down with insurance companies? So that's the... Another I one. Think, I didn't even go. I wasn't even thinking about the insurance. Company. I always I think, think about insurance. Uh, insurance run, companies yeah, they, rule they, they the world, do, my yes, man. They do. Yes. You know, if if you look at anything that's messed up, there's an insurance yeah, company. with a clipboard. There's absolutely. with a clipboard. And there's no shortage <laughs> of that. But now what's to say, you know, these insurance companies are going to be like, well, it's blacklisted in the United States. Yeah. We do not have to provide coverage for it. Yep. So that would be tremendous because that right there will shut down. It will, the, yeah, I didn't even, as a whole. I wasn't even going down that. Oh, I went. I went yeah. deep. I went deep uh, in that rabbit hole, baby. Well, you go. Yeah, you go down I'm, the rabbit I'm, hole. I'm, I'm in the so. trench with that. Me, Alice, the freaking little magic <laughs> rabbit. You know, we're going. So, so there's there's a ton. There's a, there's ton a lot more to it. Yeah. It's not just like oh, here we go, another blacklist. This time, it's it's no, obviously it really, permanent. You don't come out of the black book once you're in the black book, unless you really you know, revamp the entire company, which this is something is, they could do. I mean, well, they could, I mean, they would I have to pick up from China and, and do DJI and North America. No, they would have that, to. Yeah. They would have to, but everything would have to come here from, and manufactured here. here. Um, that's the only way around it probably. Yeah. And even from that, it's going to take a lot of, you know, convincing and moving around and resources, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you could expect that yeah. that M30 that you were looking at for $14,000 oh, is not going to be $14,000 anymore. Think about that. Because a lot- It'd be thirty, forty thousand dollars yeah. yeah. easy. Because a lot of, a lot of these, these, these blacklisted companies and firms are chip manufacturers also. So you can't, and that's- Well- That's where it all comes from. So- Absolutely. So now you have to do everything in the States- or with, or yeah. from with other, other vendors. I mean, there's no shortage. I mean, there is a shortage of chip companies, yeah. but um, it's, there's it's, a shortage of chip companies in the, that are made in the United States. There's only a handful yeah. of them, and uh, you got to go down like the NATO list, you know, <laughs> France and Germany. <laughs> and take like a, you know take what I mean? Like book on that one. Yeah, it's it's not like you're you're going to be able to just say, ah, oh, you know what? I want this made, and especially if they're now you have all these other companies that are trying to get their chips made yeah. to sell their drones. And DJI says, oh, well, let's use these compliance. They would have to almost buy these companies, which, I mean, they have the resources to do it. They bought Hasselblad for crying out loud, yeah. you know, which is, I mean, they were on the freaking moon. <laughs> like, they were, yeah. yeah. So, and so, there, so there's, there's, a, there's a, a lot, a lot going on. The, so the, the point of all this is that uh, if you do have a, if you are operating with, DJI products. Take very good care of it. Take very good care of them. <laughs> yeah. And really start to reevaluate where your next system is going to come from because the people that unfortunately are making the rules do not know the ramifications of, of what they have for public, what they have done to public. And also, 
you know, type your equipment to your use cases as well. So a lot of times you see like big firepower coming out for a smaller operation, like, oh, well, we're going to take this M300 out and we're going to, you know, do something small and minute with it. You really don't need that. You don't need the thermal. You don't need this. You don't need that in certain applications, but in ap certain applications, you need that. So weigh your options. What are 90% of your use cases and match your equipment to meet your use case to try to tailor in that budget a little bit because you're not going to find something on the market that's going to meet every one of your use cases. And if you're paying, you know, 20, 30% more for the, for the equipment now, you're going to really have to make sure that you hit the nail on the head when you are typing this equipment, especially for your operations and yeah. for your program. Yeah. You can't miss the mark and say, all right, well, you know what? It's, it's $2,000. Don't even worry about it. Now that's that $2,000 drone that you were not worrying about is a $10,000 piece of equipment and, you know, three quarters of your, your budget per se. So you want to make sure that you hit that as well. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it with this. The DJI is banned. Boom. From purchasing with grant money. But there are many ways for you to get equipment, right? Well said. Stay safe. Fly, fly safe. safe. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us at the Props Public Safety Podcast. If you want to take flight with our hosts and learn more about our public safety education program, go to propsflightschool.com and click the public safety button.